Hello everyone and welcome to Orbital the Gadgets 360 podcast. In today's episode we have our deputy review editor Royden Serejo here with us. What's up? And I'm your host Pranay Parab. So we are going to be talking about a really exciting product and that is the OnePlus 9. So Royden how's your experience been with this phone? Oh, OnePlus 9 is super futuristic and you know it's been absolutely incredible. Like I actually feel like I'm in the future and I'm using it. Yeah, man. Which I is mean, probably true because check the calendar. <laughs> it's probably like 2023 or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, <laughs> coming back that to that. That was a pretty bad joke. Now that I think of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, quarantine edition podcast yeah. <laughs> was. not entirely as per our plan but anyway so we are going to be talking about the OnePlus 8 Pro nobody needs to um, get too excited i yeah. um, i'm sorry about the clickbait that we did right at the beginning of this episode and sorry to lower your expectations but uh, we will definitely be talking about the OnePlus 8 Pro so the OnePlus 8 Pro has uh, top of the line hardware this is i think as uh, Royden has put it aptly in his review the dream smartphone for OnePlus fans which means it has ip rating it uh, yep. which is waterproof and dustproof uh, rating and it has wireless charging support as well which is something that i think every oneplus fan has been crying for for about 4 years now um yeah and it also apart from these things it gets some uh, really interesting features uh, namely the display has a 120 hertz refresh rate uh, and yeah. i think if i'm not mistaken i it can do some things that even the s20 plus and s20 ultra can't right Oh uh, yeah yeah so uh, pretty big upgrades all around like if you look at the pictures and uh, you know just right off the bat on the OnePlus website the 8 Pro doesn't really come across as being that futuristic or impressive because uh, you know it is using a similar design as last year's 7 Pro and the 7T Pro but if you look past the uh, cosmetic uh, looks of the phone uh, a lot has changed and it has changed for the better So you're talking about the display. Uh, I'll just continue on that front. Uh, yeah, the phone does have 120 hertz now refresh rate compared to 90 hertz from last year, which is good. I mean, but honestly, uh, it's really difficult to tell the any actual d- perceivable difference between 90 and 120 because you know 90 itself is very smooth. So, but it's nice to have a higher refresh rate. So, and it's also something that they can flaunt. uh but along with that it also has a quad hd panel which is a much higher resolution than your no- normal full hd panels that you typically have like you get on the OnePlus 8 and the best part is that you can run uh the display at 120 hertz and at the quad hd plus resolution which uh samsung has sort of uh, not allowed so if you look at any of the s20 series uh they have limited the 120 hertz to run only at full hd resolution it's not like it can't do it but i think they've deliberately not kept that option uh, just so they can uh, you know people don't complain about battery life because running at the at that higher resolution and at 120 hertz can sap the battery much faster uh, so i'm guessing they just uh, decided to play it safe and not have that option at all but oneplus has given you that option which is pretty cool to see yeah hopefully this will show up in the note 20 plus or whatever the probably yeah you never know yeah yeah uh, so but uh, In your review, you have said that there was no real impact on the battery life, even though you used uh, QHD and 120 hertz, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that that was actually a surprising bit because uh, I I was expecting it to have like uh you know some negative impact, like for it to drain a lot faster by the end of the day. But uh, even with that, you know, I was mostly using it at 120 and quad HD. 
and uh, even when testing the phone like you know shooting a lot of samples or playing a lot of games just generally you're uh, having the screen on at all times i was still easily getting like you know 17 18 hours uh, on one charge which i think is very good uh, it's uh, insane you know for, which is very yeah exact, exactly for a phone with uh that uh such a high high end uh, processor as well as these kind of display specifications it's i think pretty impressive yeah i agree completely now um i'm not entirely sure how much of a difference in the real world it makes in terms of usage like using qhd uh, plus resolution and 120 hertz refresh rate i think we are still at that stage where most people will be more than happy with um, qhd plus at 90 hertz or even full hd plus uh, at 90 hertz i i'm not yeah, entirely I mean, sure if you can tell the difference visually No, the thing is that see, uh, I don't think it makes a difference. I mean, in the sense, the combo of one twenty and Quad HD doesn't really matter. But uh, Quad HD itself, uh, at least for me, does look noticeably better. Like when you uh, you can see it for yourself. Like even when you switch from Full HD to Quad HD, everything is just a little bit sharper. Like the text, the icons, everything just looks a little more crisper and sharper. so i kind of like that and you know if the phone has the feature and is capable of running at quad hd and you're paying good money for it i see no reason why you should downgrade and to you know a little softer full hd resolution when you can have it at all the way yeah exactly so, might as well make the most of it right yeah exactly yeah, yeah. cool okay so uh, that was good to know um, now the other thing i want to check uh, is that So I was just looking at uh, the pictures you clicked uh, of yeah. the OnePlus 8 Pro, and I could see that the display is also going to the sides. Like it's not exactly a waterfall design where the display is completely wrapping around, but I did notice yeah. that it's there on the sides. So um, in terms of user experience, what I worry about is, let's say you're holding the phone in landscape mode and trying to click a picture, your hand right. is touching the screen, right? So does that have an impact? And yeah. how have they implemented this uh, side display thingy? So yeah, so uh, like you pointed out correctly, compared to the eight, the eight Pro does have uh, an actual curved display, whereas on the eight is just like the side bezels and the glass which curves. So the display is actually uh, uh, more or less flat, and it ends just where the curve begins. Whereas here, you can actually see the you know OLED panel even on the sides. Now, obviously, visually, this looks very striking because if you look at it from the front, it, it doesn't seem like there is, there are any bezels on the left and right. So it definitely looks great, and even from a usage uh, point of view, surprisingly, it's not that uh, difficult. Or it's not that big of a hindrance. So I think they've implemented that palm rejection uh, feature pretty well. So like even when you're holding it uh, firmly in your hand, and if you have the fingers on the side, and even a bit of your palm touching the panel you can still operate the display with your other finger like it'll still work as if you are not touching it at all so that is pretty good however i did find that if you're trying to use it one handed like if you're trying to use it with one hand especially if you want to take a picture a quick uh, photograph or something that can get a little tricky because you know if your fingers are touching the sides of the frame you do end up uh, accidentally hitting some extra menus or switching camera modes something like that but apart from that no real issue and you do get a bundle case in the box which uh, you know does fix this problem to a great extent yeah so having that case is good uh, but you know i don't want to use a case with this smartphone because i really want to show off all of these things um absolutely yeah yeah so 
that would be a bit of a i don't know mood killer and uh, if you get like this kind of a feature and you can't really use it you know uh, but yeah. yeah i do agree completely that you know it looks really nice uh, first of all and also like um, that's the kind of feature that you would like to just play around with you know like that whole feeling of getting a new smartphone uh yep. with some interesting new features is this right it should look a little different it should have some new uh, features exactly. that feel like yeah. new so yeah i mean good to see that in terms of design it's not completely stagnant even though all phones are like fully that candy bar shape uh it there's there are still some minor things that are changing apart from obviously the location of the notch and the location of the front camera or the rear camera and other things as well uh, yep so um Apart from this obviously uh, you have spoken at length about the display uh, any thoughts on the video watching experience uh, vis-a-vis the speakers and like what people can expect in terms of um, Dolby Atmos and other things uh, yeah so uh, i mean for media playback it's uh, i think a pretty great device as well if that's what you do uh, very often if you love watching movies tv shows primarily on your phone rather than a tv or a laptop i think this is a excellent device for that Uh, I mean, OnePlus claims that it has a high level of color accuracy. They've also got some certifications from a bunch of different, uh, you know, uh, certification uh, organizations. And while obviously I couldn't really uh, put that to the test, but visually from what I can see, it is a very well calibrated panel. Mm-hmm. Uh, the colors, even at even on the Vivid setting, which is the default setting, it doesn't look too jarring. Like the colors aren't bleeding out of the screen, and you know they. everything looks balanced it's it's uh, vivid it's the colors are punchy yet uh, within bounds it's not uh, exaggerated and uh, you know it also supports hdr 10 plus so if you have watch a lot of netflix prime video a lot of shows on there or uh, support you know hdr uh, you can take advantage of that on this phone as well mm-hmm. and no, apart from the display i think even this they've done a good job with the speakers as well i think we spoke about this with the oneplus 8 and it's pretty the same thing with the uh, 8 pro as well the stereo speakers are really good and it's really nice you have the dolby atmos always running in the background uh, for the speakers so you get the enhancement not just for headphones but for the stereo speakers as well and i think it makes a difference this was one thing that i remember um, the mi 10 which also had very good stereo speakers however it didn't have any of this enhancement to sort of you know give it that final extra punch or kick and that's why even at the max volume the speakers didn't really sound that great but that's not the case here hmm. yeah so um, i'm happy to know that media playback uh, is pretty good on this one yep yeah um, it is now uh, the next topic that i want to pick up is uh, like you made phone calls and all with this smartphone i'm pretty sure so Uh, yeah. was that a decent experience and i don't i know we don't really talk about this that much because it's like become so uh, standardized these days that yeah. it doesn't warrant a mention but anything you want to talk about or uh, not nothing really i mean uh, i mean the earpiece is uh, really i mean it's loud it's clear i mean no really issues there and plus the fact that because the earpiece is also the second speaker again absolutely no issues with volume or even call quality or anything so yeah i mean the business as usual on that front Okay cool no problem cool then so um i think now we can maybe talk about uh, the performance see i really want to bring up the cameras but that it will have to wait for a bit because that is the yeah. you know one sore spot that we always have with oneplus smartphones i'm interested in knowing Absolutely. whether that's better but let's get uh, performance and software out of the way first and uh, right. maybe we can begin by that Snapdragon 865 processor and yep. you get what 8 GB RAM 128 GB storage on the base variant which i guess you reviewed 
Uh, yeah, so just like the OnePlus 8, again, this has the top-of-the-line Qualcomm chip. It's the 865. Uh, it also supports 5G, which again is meaningless in India, probably for a long time, but it's there. And uh, yeah, so we got the uh, OnePlus has sent us the uh, base variant, which is 8 GB of RAM and 120 GB of storage. But you do get a higher end variant, which is 59999. That gets you 12 GB of RAM and 256 GB of storage. So, but one difference also I want to point out is that the 8 Pro uh, gets uh, LPDDR, not LP, yeah, I think it's LPDDR5 RAM hmm. compared to the OnePlus 8, which has the DDR4X RAM from uh, last year. So, you do get uh, the faster and slightly more power efficient uh, memory as well because the Snapdragon 865 can work with DDR5 and DDR4. And I think it's nice to see that they've given uh, DDR5 for the Pro model. Yeah, so that's obviously good to see. Uh, Pricing-wise, what do you think? I mean, we'll come back to this at the end. Uh, 5499 and 5999 for the two variants. I think the higher one has 12 GB RAM, 256 GB storage. Yeah, um, yeah. Seems reasonable as of now based on what we've spoken about so far. Uh, absolutely. I mean, obviously, initially, when they just announced it, you know, the initial shock uh, was that, yeah, I, the gut reaction of everyone, may probably me, I think even me included, was that it is a little expensive. It's a little on the pricier side because we are used to OnePlus phones starting at around 35, 36 or whatever. But uh, if you, like, you know, once I've been, I've used it for almost a week now and I think it's pretty justified. And even considering the fact that the 8 Pro in India costs uh, quite a bit less than, uh, you know, what OnePlus is charging in international markets, I think it's a pretty good value offering, uh, you know, compared to the 8 as well, uh, keeping in mind all the improvements OnePlus has made in the 8 Pro. So I think it's a pretty good value price, even though it starts at 55. I know that's a lot, but hmm, yeah. I think it's worth it still. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I will come back to this at the end of this episode. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think we haven't spoken about software that much. So OnePlus 8, we've already uh, talked about. We've said that Oxygen OS is pretty good, pretty clean. Uh, yeah. Any extra yeah. features here that you want to highlight? Uh, so you know, I think the core features remain the same. This is Oxygen OS on uh, running on Android 10. And uh, it's pretty much identical except for a few things. Like uh, in the software, basically you have an extra toggle now for wireless charging. Uh, which is not there in the 8 because obviously that doesn't support wireless charging. And there actually are a few uh, other display enhancements specifically only for the Pro. So there's something called uh, motion smoothing, uh, which you when you enable it, it basically bumps up the frame rate of any video uh, higher than 30 FPS. So you have this like, you know, soap opera live uh, TV sort of uh, uh, video feel to it. Mm. It's kind of nice. I mean, it was kind of useful for TV shows and all that. It's not uh, a bad implementation but it's there if you want to use it and there's another thing called i forgot what it's actually called uh i think color something but essentially it's basically like apple's true tone which where uh, comfort uh, you know the comfort tone yeah there you go uh which basically uh you know it sees the kind of ambient light around you and then it'll automatically adjust tone of the display to sort of match that so it's easier on the eyes yeah which that's a good feature works. to copy actually yeah, uh, that's yeah, something yeah. that I really enjoy using on my iPad. Um, like it just changes the colors a little bit so that everything just looks natural. Exactly, and it's it's a very it's a very subtle shift, but it's nice. It's pleasant. You don't really notice it half the time, but it's there. Yeah, exactly. You'll notice it when you disable it, which 
everyone exactly. should try it. just go to settings yeah. disable it and you'll see what a difference it makes but yep. it's really nice it's like um, one of those you know quality features value adds that you really uh, can only experience and tell the difference otherwise there's no yep. way you'll be able to yep. see what yeah, the difference up- is making Exactly, but apart from these things, it's the same software between the two phones, so not much to talk about here. And mm. Oxygen OS, as everyone knows, uh, has been for a long time one of our favorite Android skins, and it still is because you know no ads, it's pretty lean, and it's still pretty feature packed. Like you still get built-in uh, screen recording and scrolling screenshots and all the good stuff that you would want. Mm. Come on, man! Talk about reverse wireless charging also. Oh, and that too. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. So since this has uh, wireless charging, yes, you can uh, wirelessly charge other devices uh, with the phone. So yeah, that's also there. Hmm. Uh, is the speed okay, or is it like slower, or what? Uh, I'm not entirely sure if it can do a 10 watt, but it is pretty decent. I didn't. I didn't really time anything or measure anything. I just use. I didn't use it too much. I'll be honest, but it's there. I do have to check though as to what's the maximum uh, charging speed it can do reverse when you do reverse wireless charging. Well, as long but as it's there, it's an, it's a neat feature to have. Yeah. yeah, as long as the feature is there, it's good. I mean, it's like, anyway, yeah. if you're going to be charging another, another device from your phone, then that probably is going to be a pair of uh, earphones or something. Uh, like one of Ide- those. Ideally, because you wouldn't want to drain your battery and charge another phone. Yeah, know? exactly. Oh. I mean... Unless you are like really desperate and your second phone needs battery and the first phone is at 100% or something. Maybe in some rare instances, but you know, the feature is there. It's great that they've included. And I think that's that's just, that's a good thing. That's all that pretty much everyone needs to know. Okay, camera time then. So, um, <laughs> this one has four cameras instead of the three that yep. we saw on uh, yeah. OnePlus 8. First, you get, I think, uh, 48 megapixel new Sony IMX. It's 569. 639. 689. 689. Sorry, I keep forgetting the numbers. I'm sorry about that. So, a new sensor, even though it's just uh, the same 48 megapixel um, as the one you get on the OnePlus 8. But that obviously makes a difference. The quality of the sensor is everything. The number of megapixels does not matter. Hmm. So, um, uh, you get a telephoto, which is an 8 megapixel telephoto, which is similar to the 7T. However, this time you do get optical stabilization on, on this one. And the wide-angle camera is actually now a 48-megapixel camera, which has this 4-in-1 pixel binning too. So that was pretty impressive. And the fourth camera, uh, I mean, even though one, it's funny because OnePlus has a quad camera, but the fourth one is actually disabled for the time being. Uh, so essentially, I'll, I'll just maybe spend some time on this. So this is essentially what they introduced as a color filter camera. Uh, it's, a, it's a 5 megapixel sensor with like a special infrared uh, filter or a lens uh, over the sensor. And uh, uh, I couldn't use it because obviously it's disabled for the reason I will just mention. But essentially what it does is that it creates these like inverted colors, sort of a trippy uh, color. It, it, you know, shoots in this trippy color scheme for some like interesting effects. So that is what it was designed for. However, when in people uh, first started getting their hands on the 8 Pro, and I'm guessing reviewers internationally and even uh, customers, uh, they realized that, you know, uh, the camera, because of the infrared uh, filter or whatever is in the sensor, it can actually see through certain thin layers of plastics and, you know, even some clothing like... Uh, so the final photo that you, uh, the output that you see, you can actually see underneath the layer of the plastic, like the electronics, or if you have something under your T-shirt, like you can actually see text 
through the t-shirt if you uh, shoot a photo with that filter Full obviously James Bond, this completely like so you know there was this huge uproar understandably about you know privacy and you know what was i i don't understand how nobody in oneplus r&d uh, figured this out or even thought of you know testing this out on something and didn't realize that it can actually see through these kind of uh, objects but anyway so there was a big uproar obviously and uh, oneplus in order to sort of save face for the time being they have disabled this camera in the current firmware so the phones that you will be getting i think the camera will be disabled however oneplus has told us that they will enable it again in a future update once they have fixed this so i'm kind of curious to see how they will uh, fix this issue maybe in a software algorithm obviously uh, where it doesn't uh, show you uh, or maybe it maybe cuts out a certain spectrum of light so it doesn't look it pen, uh, penetrate certain types of plastics and materials but uh, yeah that's essentially the whole debacle about that color filter so at the moment i couldn't really test it so basically it was a triple camera phone for me mm. but yes there is a fourth color filter which we will see how good or you know what use uh, it can be in the future whenever they do enable it okay i mean uh, that's quite the story and i'm glad you know yep. we were able to add some nuance here because usually that these things just get forgotten um people yep. just remember this for two days i think all over twitter i was seeing pictures of um, random you know a trippy feels uh, like you said because it changes the color yeah. and b uh, somebody posted a picture of an apple tv and you could see through the plastic or something exactly <laughs> yeah that yep. was funny yep. uh, but yeah i mean obviously whoever at, at oneplus did the r&d on this one well um, they really should have thought of the privacy concerns around this as well so hopefully this uh, future photoshop update for oneplus <laughs> yeah will fix this one um anyway so let's move on to the camera quality um obviously there is also a single selfie camera on this smartphone uh, so yep. maybe you can start with uh, talking about the rear cameras and then we'll go to selfies because i i guess while selfies are a huge use case the rear camera is the one that's going to be used a bit more Sure, absolutely. So the rear camera, like you said earlier, it's still forty-eight megapixel, but I think the sensor itself makes a massive difference. So this is quite a recent sensor. It's the Sony IMX six eighty-nine, and so far, if I'm not mistaken, uh, it's just the Oppo Find X Pro X two Pro which has the sensor. So these are one of the two first phones to have it, and it's a pretty good sensor. It's a huge update over last year's five eighty-six, which is very popular. and seen in many phones ranging from 12000 all the way to you know even oneplus phones at 40000 it's a big update to that uh, you know uh, dynamic range is improved detail is uh, details have improved the color accuracy is a lot better even the color tone in general i've noticed on all the photos i've shot are a lot more neutral you know there's not no exaggeration which is something really good mm. and uh, you can shoot at full 48 megapixel obviously otherwise you can just have the default 12 megapixel photo mm. now next coming to the telephoto camera again even the 7t pro had a 3x uh, hybrid zoom and so is this so i wasn't really particularly impressed with that when i when they first announced it but i think they've made some great strides in the quality of the zoom now when you're shooting in daylight i did compare it obviously with the s20 plus because that's the only one i have at the moment and in my opinion that has currently one of the best zooms on any phone mm. and to my surprise i mean the it did come very close in terms of quality to the S20 plus which is saying quite a bit because if you look at the price points like the S20 plus 
is above 75000 easily mm. if i'm not mistaken yes and this is still a lot cheaper and you know it's able to it's it can do up to 30x zoom again just like the s20 plus so that was pretty impressive uh from what i thought uh finally the wide angle camera uh, is again very good i'm glad they had uh bumped up the sensor to a 48 megapixel sensor um you know image quality is really good in daylight and the best part is that uh, it also has autofocus so whenever you go uh, very close to a subject the camera app uh, automatically switches to the wide angle camera and it will enable that super macro mode which i think is very clever like even the OnePlus 8 doesn't do this if you go close to a subject you still have to manually enable a macro mode in order to switch to the macro camera mm. but the 8 pro will automatically switch which i think is very thoughtful and nice and again uh, you know uh, you're getting a 12 megapixel super macro shots versus a 2 megapixel super macro shot on the 8 and the difference is very apparent like if you compare two photos super macro photos there is a huge difference in quality so overall rear cameras uh, are great i think uh, surprisingly good and i'm really quite surprised that you know oneplus isn't really making a lot of noise about them because if you remember even at the launch event they barely spoke about the cameras like they just mentioned a bit of the wide angle and they just like rushed past the cameras which is kind of weird considering they're so good or maybe it has gotten this good after a couple of software updates because the version of oxygenos that i'm using is 10. uh 5.10 or something and at, even in the one week that i got it it did receive two updates so probably it has gotten better since launch which is a good thing uh finally the selfie camera sadly it's the same selfie camera or from the 8 and even from last year's 7t and it's all right but it could be a lot better like for example you still can't shoot 4k videos with a selfie camera and pretty much every flagship uh, this year can do 4k resolution shooting uh, mm-hmm. with the selfie camera quality wise also the sensor is all right i mean it handles hdr well but i think just the selfies the skin tones uh, the texture on the skin just looks heavily processed uh, even when you're shooting under very good light which is something I'm, i'm i didn't really expect from you know the pro model in the lineup so i think that is one thing that they really need to work on just you know get rid of that sensor and switch to something better mm. and i think they should have a pretty solid camera system for the next phone which is the 8t series yeah so 8t and 8t pro is probably the one to uh, wait for right now uh, i'm not i mean if you're into selfies sure otherwise i i mean the 8 pro is still pretty feature packed by itself but yeah i think they will make these small changes in the 8t pro this year because of this pandemic uh, the yeah. launch cycle already has been delayed for oneplus so ideally yeah. by now we should already have uh, you know had the uh, oneplus 8 for about 2 months in the market but yeah. you know yeah. that's not been the case right the oneplus 8 pro is going to be just available and it's like the middle of june now and i don't think yep. their r&d team has stopped right they are going to be launching the phone when it's ready and oneplus 8t i'm sure that is true. will be ready by around yeah. september or so so there's not that much of a time gap in between these two phones um that's why in this year in particular we may see more people waiting for the next one just to get like everything they want in the smartphone in the next refresh uh, because this yep. is the time when they launch a new design with the 8 pro i'm sure they'll polish it a bit more for the 8t pro so you know who knows a lot of people might just wait and prefer the next one so we'll just see yeah i mean you can do that yeah, yeah. that turns out 
um anyway so closing thoughts on the OnePlus 8 Pro um would you recommend this phone would you buy this would you think it's overpriced uh no absolutely i mean uh, 100% uh, leaving the small issues i had about uh, the front camera and all that i think it's still a excellent product even though uh it is a little pricey like let's face it 55000 no matter how which way you look at it it is uh, quite a lot of money for a smartphone but if you have uh, an older phone like if you are still using like a 6 or even something older like a OnePlus 6 or even a 5T and you've been really holding out on an upgrade i think the 8 pro is the one to upgrade because you know it finally gets you those premium features that uh, a lot of people have been waiting for for the longest time mm. uh, you know waterproofing and ip rating and especially when you're paying 55000 again you're like uh, on in samsung and you know apple territory of sorts of flagships so you do kind of expect these features and they're finally giving you these features so i think it's justified and apart from these features i think they've also made some pretty good improvements overall your know, battery life is still solid mm. uh, you get a smoother display uh, it's uh you know a lot more immersive it's a larger display uh the cameras are a huge improvement especially the rear ones I'm specifically and uh overall it's it's the same it's it's still there's still some familiar uh, familiarity right i mean you still get oxygen os uh it's it's still easy to use and uh, you know it's the same one plus stuff so the core uh dna is still there but i think they've done a pretty good job in improving it Uh, I'm not so sure how great a value the higher end version is. Like, but I think 8 GB of RAM should be more than enough for most people or for most tasks as well. Unless you absolutely need that extra storage of 256 GB, I think the base variant of the 8 Pro should be good enough for most people. Yeah, I mean, I think so too. That uh, yeah, 256 GB storage is not something that everybody will need, but the RAM you definitely don't need right now. Um, Exactly. I think yeah. in a year maybe Android will reach that stage where 12 GB becomes the norm at the rate at which we are going. Probably. But I really think yep. 8 GB right now is also like you have some headroom. You know, it's it's uh, yep. not absolutely. Like Most of the Android flagships, in any case, like if you look at Samsung, and everyone is offering you 8 GB is the minimum starting hmm. price, anyways. And uh, you know their phones are a lot more expensive. Like the S20 S20 series starts from 71 or something. so again you're saving a whole lot and getting uh equal if not in some cases uh, more value mm. uh, compared to those phones so yeah i mean i completely agree with you uh, on that front i'm actually very glad to see that oneplus has launched a smartphone that we can say is pretty much complete in many ways right um, yep. earlier we had so many complaints about like this feature is missing that is missing you are getting good value but why are they not adding this wireless charging or ip rating yeah. or yeah. you know some other feature that was missing at that time so i think finally we are reaching a stage where oneplus smartphones are ready to compete with uh, the phones above them in this uh, premium price segment so the samsungs and the apples of the world so yep. let's see how this goes i am really excited to see what they do with the next batch 80 and the 80 pro which is when i think uh, they First of all, I think the 80 Pro is a smartphone that's going to seriously be taking on uh, the Note 20 and the iPhone yeah. 12. So we'll really have to see like what they are able to do over, um, with that one and if they can. Uh, in in terms of the Pro, I mean the 80 Pro. I'm I don't see uh, the, uh, like uh, a big huge upgrade over the 8 Pro. I mean at the most you would probably have like an 865 Plus if anything if something like that exists in the future. Mm. 
they would probably uh, change the selfie camera. I mean, I'm hoping they change the selfie camera and maybe a few design tweaks, probably. But other than that, I don't see any other major changes that they can bring. However, for the 8, I really do hope they bring... Uh, uh, for the 8T, I mean, they, I really do hope they bring uh, wireless charging and IP an IP rating. Like It doesn't have to be IP68. I wouldn't mind IP67. And you don't even have to have 30-watt wireless charging. Even 10-watt or 15-watt wireless charging, I'm absolutely happy with. But, you know, bring those features to the 8T is all I'm hoping for. Yeah, so that's what I'm noting, right? Even the wish list is not that large anymore so i'm glad to see that yeah, they've like yeah. completed this so hopefully this um, you know keeps going on in the future and we keep getting uh, more great smartphones from this company at, at the end of the day if you're getting good features at a slightly lower price than what you'd otherwise get that's always a win for consumers right so uh, absolutely I'm yeah i'm happy with that anyway thanks a lot royden for joining us on this one and, no problem and yeah. i think uh, we'll see you pretty soon on the podcast once more hopefully in a couple of weeks or so and there's something new happening. yeah we have a we have a pretty full uh, roster of phones with both me and Shonoy actually so I think we'll be we'll have a lot of encounters on the podcast <laughs> in the coming week yeah 100% that's happening so alright thanks a lot for joining us this is for all our listeners you can follow us on Facebook Twitter YouTube and Instagram at Gadgets360 you can also email us with your questions comments and feedback at podcast at Gadgets360.com and if you're listening to this podcast in any podcasting app such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or whichever other app you use. Definitely subscribe to the show, rate it, and review it. These things, they help us a lot. Thank you so much for listening.